This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1186, How to Ace an Interview, by ESI of esimoney.com. And I am Dan, your host, reading to you every single day of the week, and that includes weekends like today. So uh, with that, we're gonna get right to our Saturday article as we optimize your life. How to Ace an Interview, by ESI of esimoney.com. One of my projects since retiring has been to help my son find a job. We started by going through a couple books from the library. I would give my son assigned daily reading, usually enough to last two to three hours, and require him to take notes. We would then discuss his reading and notes as well as develop follow-up tasks generated from the discussions. For instance, make a list of people to network with, update a specific portion of his resume, etc., One of the follow-ups was for my son to take all the interview questions listed in private notes of a headhunter and write a response to them. He did that, and we discussed them, talking through what the interviewer was looking for with each question and how my son could best answer it to position himself correctly. He would then rewrite the answers based on our discussions, and we reviewed them again. Once we were both sure we had the best answers on paper, my son would rehearse these once a day as part of his education. Interview, fail, and success. The first interview we had after we finished book number one was at the grocery store a few blocks from our house. They had just remodeled and were hiring new staff to stock up in certain areas. The interview went dreadfully. The interviewer seemed to be in a foul mood. My son had listed that he could work any day and any time except Sunday morning, since that's when we attend church as a family. The interviewer looked at this, said she couldn't use anyone who wasn't 100% accessible, and dismissed my son in five minutes. We chalked that up to a learning experience and continued on with our training. A few days later, my son got a call back from the store saying they'd like to interview him again. We kept training and focused on the interview answers we thought would impress the store. He went to the interview a few days later. Thankfully, the original lady was nowhere to be seen. I think she was a traveling recruiter who was brought in for the mass hiring days they were doing. This time, the interviewer asked my son to fill out a couple forms. He already had completed an application form online, one of which had several interview questions on it. After it was over, my son texted me, and I drove down to pick him up. When he got in the car, he told me he had gotten the job. Obviously, I was thrilled and proud of him and his hard work. He then told me about the interview question form. He said that when he saw it, the question seemed very familiar. He opened the journal where he had taken notes and we had reviewed interview questions. He saw that most of the questions they asked were nearly identical to those we had rehearsed. So he copied down the answers we had worked on and turned them in. When the interviewer received the form and looked over the questions, she said, wow, these are great answers. She asked him about them, he answered as we had rehearsed, and she was impressed enough to give him an offer. Having the answers to the test. When I was in college, I belonged to a fraternity. Don't judge, it was a small school and life was much different than big school frats. In the basement of the fraternity house was a file cabinet. In the file cabinet were tests for almost every class the college offered. They were tests that past members had taken, were graded, and then donated to the files. The tests were filed by subject and then class. When any of the current members had a test in a given class, he would simply pull that class's file and use the past tests to study. In almost every instance, the new test's questions were at least very similar to the questions on the file tests. In some cases, many of the questions were exactly the same. And in a few cases, the entire tests were almost exactly the same. 
Imagine how much easier the new tests were to take when you had the answers. By the way, I wasn't a fan of the system, as it helped subpar students do much better than they would normally, thus putting pressure on those of us who simply took the tests without using past tests as guides. Steps to ace an interview. These two stories illustrate a key fact about interviews. An interview is a test where you know what most of the questions will be in advance. As such, you can perform much, much better if you prepare in advance. Here are the steps I recommend preparing in advance so you can ace an interview. One, list the questions an interviewer will most likely ask you. There are some questions that are specific to given industries or companies, but for the most part, there are standard questions that the vast majority of interviewers ask. You can find them in a book, like we did, or on career websites. When I was actively interviewing, I had 57 different questions listed as potentials, but I'm a bit of an over-preparer. Most lists will be 20 or so questions. Two, write out responses to each question. Look at each question and think about what the interviewer most likely wants to hear, what the best answer would be from the interviewer's standpoint. Then construct your answer accordingly. Write it as you would speak it as in most cases, you will be speaking the answers. One point I'd add is to sprinkle quantifiable accomplishments in your answers as often as you can. So, answering a question with a compelling explanation is good. Answering a question with a compelling explanation and an accomplishment, like I increased sales, is better. And answering a question with a compelling explanation and a quantifiable accomplishment, like I increased sales 12%, is best. My list of questions and answers was 10 pages long. Three, edit responses and fine-tune until you get them right. You want your answers to be as much meat as possible. Make them concise and yet communicate all the key points you need to be impressive. Edit, test them out for how they sound, and repeat as needed. If you need help or feedback, solicit it from an experienced friend, mentor, or colleague. You want your answers to be solid, because otherwise you'll be rehearsing subpar answers that won't do much for you. And four, rehearse giving the answers out loud. Yep, out loud. Get into a room by yourself. Pretend the interviewer has just asked you a given question and answer it out loud. Initially, this will be a dreadful task and will take you forever to get your verbal answer to match what you've written down, but eventually you'll get the words down. At the same time, practice voice intonations, hand and face gestures, side commentary that most people use in conversations, like, imagine how I felt when that happened, and even plan a laugh or two within specific answers if it fits. You want to be conversational, not uptight and overly formal. Eventually, you'll get to the point where you can answer these questions in your sleep. Some will claim that rehearsing like this will make you overprepared and stiff. Now it won't. It actually makes you relax because you enter the test knowing that you already have all the right answers. You will have rehearsed not being monotone, which many people fall into without rehearsing. So not only what you say, but how you say it will benefit you. I have used this system to ace numerous interviews. In fact, I can't recall ever using it and not getting a job offer as a result. If it can work for my son, who probably has less real-world experience than anyone who will ever hear this post, it can work for you as well. Yes, it's a lot of work, but your career, income, and job happiness are certainly worth the effort. You just listened to the post titled How to Ace an Interview 
by ESI of ESIMoney.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks so much to ESI for the great article here today. He is not a financial advisor or money professional of any kind. He's just a normal guy who learned how to manage money by trial and error, plus some study and focus. But the results speak for themselves. Over 25 years, he's been able to accumulate a large net worth that has left him financially independent. He personally prefers learning from someone who has been there and done that versus someone who has plenty of theories, but no real accomplishments to back them up. He doesn't really consider himself an expert, but we think he is. ESI Money has an entire category dedicated to experts who are not really experts. But if you want to learn from someone who is financially independent, then he's your guy. He's done what you want to do. So for more great content from him, simply check out esimoney.com. But that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed the post and that you're having a great day out there. And I'll see you right back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.